Hey, this is Ryan O'Neill from the Danish and O'Neill podcast on the All Things Comedy Network. Did you know that two out of three guys will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're 30 freaking five? Well, the best way to prevent that hair loss is to do something about it while you still have some hair left. Now, you used to have to go to the doctor's office, but now you go to Keeps and you can visit a doctor online and you get hair loss medication delivered right to your door. And they make it easy. They deliver your medication every three months so you can say goodbye to the pharmacy checkout lines and the awkward doctor visits. Also, they use the only two FDA-approved hair loss products out there. And maybe you tried them before, but you've never tried them at this price. Look, these treatments take four to six months to see results, so act fast. The sooner you start, the more hair you'll keep. Now, if you're ready to take these actions and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash ATC and receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash A-T-C. One, go. This time I got to key it up, motherfucker. <laughs> Play it. I don't pull that microphone. Beautiful song that rings in another episode, episode 39 of Danish and O'Neill. I am the Danish. We're 30 away from 69. This is O'Neill. Happy, uh, we're pre recording on a Sunday of a holiday weekend. Happy holidays to everybody out there. What holiday is this? You don't know what holiday it is? No. You really don't know? You want to get to the shout outs first and then we'll we'll talk about what holiday it is? I don't know. No, I want to know what holiday it is. Today is the 64th birthday of Steven Seagal. Oh, Oh, the national holiday. It's his golden birthday. (laughs) Golden shower birthday. He turned his age and waist the same as his waistline. This is only going to, well, he could go up, I guess, in waistline. I got to switch. You're taking the headphones off. Those are broken. Uh Uh-oh. Hold on. Am I going to talk amongst myself? Steven Seagal's birthday, Sunday, April 10th. Uh, I wonder what kimono he wore today to commemorate the occasion. Uh, what, what do you get, Steven Seagal? Maybe a new, uh, new wig that's not made of uh, horse pubes? I'm talking to myself, so no one can really answer that. Uh, the oh, good, welcome uh, back. I think the big question is, what did Putin get Seagal for his birthday? I think he gave him a rim job. You think so? I, that's what I think. I think you're putting me on. Uh, I Barbara's telling me we have a couple phone calls that Steven Seagal made uh, doing some birthday preparation, but there's some shout outs we have to get to before we get to Seagal. Why don't we? Talk. We can get to the. Why don't we just get into it? You want to get don't into want the shout calls? outs? They want. We'll do them throughout. 
Okay. Well, we got a lot because thank you, everybody, by the way. A lot of positive feedback on last week's episode with Andy DeWitt. Oh, was Andrew on? I he, didn't even realize. He was on. Uh, a lot of positive feedback. It was a good time. We're going to try to have more guests on the show, uh, hopefully once a month, probably once every other at the best. <laughs> <laughs> some people- uh, Are you ready to hear some Seagal calls? Yeah. Is that what they're called? Seagal calls. Uh, well, they just call him Seagal. Steven Seagal. Why don't you call him Seagal's? Has anybody seen Richie? Right. Maybe someone got him Richie. They're like, hey, you've been looking for this guy for fucking 40 years. <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> so uh, the first one is pretty self-explanatory, and uh, let's hear it. I listened to it. I, you know, Obviously, I had to go through it to make sure it was appropriate to our standards okay. and practices. But uh, I heard Steven Seagal on his birthday placing a call. It sounds like he's trying to, to plan some festivities. Are you ready? All right. Dude. Yeah. Do you want to set it up for, for a fourth time? Here we go. <laughs> Thanks for calling Go to Crime. My name is Luis. How may I help you? Yeah. Today is my birthday, and I was inquiring. Do you guys, is it, could I rent out the Golden Corral? I'm sorry. If you can rent, rent out? Yeah. I'd like to rent out the restaurant for my birthday festivities. Um, so on the weekends, we, we cannot do any reservations, sir, but um, we can definitely, depending if, uh, what, what time are you planning on getting here, sir? No, I was, I was inquiring if I could close down the whole restaurant and just have me in there eating by, by myself. Oh, right, uh, give me one moment to get you a, a hold of a manager, all right? Okay. All right. Thanks for this, Bill. Yeah, hi, it's my birthday, and I was wondering, do you guys uh, close, ever, can I rent out the whole restaurant so I can eat for myself for the birthday festivities? Okay, say that again for me. It's my birthday, and I was wondering if I could rent out the whole <laughs> Golden Corral uh, to eat for my birthday. No, definitely not. We don't do that. No matter no matter the price? That's right. I've, I've got a full restaurant right now, so there's, there's no way. There's no day where it's slower where I could just rent it out and, and enjoy that buffet by myself? No. All right, well, thank you for your time. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> wow, it's, oh, it's, it almost, uh, I don't like Seagal, but that almost makes me feel bad for him. He couldn't rent out the Golden Corral? They're, it sounds like they're doing a lot of business. Uh, it's the weekend. They, they, the lady Why said doesn't he, he call a lesser performing? That, sound like a, that sounded like it was bustling. the top of the line Golden Corral right there. That didn't sound like... I'm sure there's one in Omaha that maybe is struggling a little bit that'll rent it out. He couldn't even make a weekend reservation at that. That's how jumping that Golden Corral was. Yeah. Well, dude, it's the Golden Corral. Maybe a Black Angus you could get into. I give him credit, though, that his birthday goal was he wanted to shut down a Golden Corral and just have that buffet to himself. Yeah. He, he wanted it pretty bad. <laughs> it didn't go his way. But I, uh, it sounds like from this next call, he went to a plan B. Is he, going, is he calling Coco's? He calls, uh, I'll tell you what it is because I listened to the call. You can't hear what the woman says. It's Krispy Kreme Donuts who he's trying to call okay. next. Here we go. It's call two, Steven Seagal's birthday. Hey, Chris Kreme. How may I help you? Good evening. Today is a special day for me. It is my 64th birthday. And I was just trying to inquire, how much time would I need to, to uh, request 2,000 donuts? How much time would you guys need for that? Set up 48 hour notice. 48 hours out to get 2,000 donuts? Yes. About how much would that cost? Are you doing a fundraiser or are you just on an advance order? Uh, just for, it's for a big party for my birthday. Okay, that's a 
167 dozen. And so they would be 769 each. For a dozen? Yes. So what would, what would the grand total be? 1284, 23. That's not bad. Your donuts are just so delicious. They're so fluffy and, and beautiful. I want to celebrate my birthday with 2,000 donuts. And I think I will call back tomorrow and set this up. Oh, okay. Thank you. I'm out for justice. <laughs> wow. He, uh, it sounds like he may be trying to take down 2,000 by himself. That sounds like an old black pimp. He does <laughs> sound a little. I think it's all a the time he spends in Louisiana. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> when you're a policeman, you can, yeah, that can bleed uh, in. He's doing a lot of movies with rappers. He has been so hanging out like with Ja Rule, DMX. Maybe he's taking on that rap persona. So it sounds like uh, sounds like he, a lot of what he wants to get done is food related. I would say. Well, dude, you got to keep those titties. How are you going to keep those titties in shape? I think he's a sixty-four uh, double E right now. He can't wait till he gets to sixty-nine. And they uh, they cut holes in his bras so the dog dick nips can go through. No, he has them. He has like those socks. You know, they put in, in male strippers like the. Uh, oh, he has like the, the elephant tube nose thing. They has smart. those for his dog dick nips. Maybe he could uh, on the bra. He could put like Pinocchio's eyes in the hat, and then have the you know the you socks. Each, each breast is actually just a Pinocchio pattern. Yeah, and it's you have the nose coming out with those big old nips. And then when he when he gets erect. <laughs> he can't get a boner anymore, but his nipples will get hard. Old Steve, uh, I hope whether he decides to eat the 2,000 donuts himself. <laughs> He's going to die if he eats 2,000 donuts. <laughs> well, would that be such a bad thing? <laughs> Come on now. Dislike the man. He's but... a traitor. Well, yeah, but that's so that he should sh- suffer the consequences but of a traitor. Life in prison. Man. He's done a lot of alleged crime. Alleged crime. <laughs> yeah. Look, who knows? Maybe Nifong got him. We just watched the uh, Duke, the 30 for 30 uh, fantastic lie about the Duke lacrosse team. I watched most of it. I didn't watch the whole thing. The old Nifong. Goddamn injustice. If you like making a murderer and felt the frustration of that, maybe watch this 30 for 30 because it's very similar. Yeah, except this. Spoiler alert. You can get behind these kids, whereas uh, Steve? Steve and Avery probably did it. Yeah, he just they just and Dassey uh, was the mastermind behind it all. <laughs> Old Brandon. No, I don't know. I just want to watch the the fucking I WrestleMania. Know. I don't know, mom. <laughs> so yeah, I guess we well, did it. I guess. Can I go home? What do you mean you don't know? <laughs> I don't know. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So we did. We had a we had a wonderful episode. It was a Boner City reunion. People seemed to really enjoy it last week. Yeah, it was a lot of um, fun. It's you know maybe. Andrew becomes a uh, like a on the road correspondent. <laughs> Someone had a follow up question for you. I believe it's one of the fifty Jakes who listens to this podcast. Okay, uh, Jake White, I believe it's Jay White. White. If it's not Jake, I apologize. His okay. Twitter name is just Jay White. Uh, he wants to know: Is the knife that you go on these night hikes with the same one you use for your sexual purposes? It's one of them. I have many knives. Okay, well, so it is one, but. Uh, it's it is there are many different ones that I bring on the night hike too. I have a, plesh, a plethora of knives that I like to bring out with me. Do you have a plethora of pinatas? Yes, just like El Guapo. <laughs> Would uh, are there any night hike updates? It seems like the night hike really uh, people really responded to it. Uh, well, the, I have not gone up there late at night. I go up there usually around nine p.m., but I haven't gone up really late, and I haven't had any close encounters. I did tell my mom what's been going on. 
And she recommended that I not go on night okay. hikes anymore okay. because there's a goddamn mountain lion on the loose. Will you heed those warnings? Uh, no. No, you won't. But I probably should, but I won't. I believe someone, Mary from uh, Hermosa Beach, some other people sent me, uh, I believe there was a mountain lion and like a bear killed something together or something. <laughs> what? They like teamed up? I don't know. Or maybe a mountain lion killed. A mountain lion can't kill a bear, can it? No, a mountain lion in Griffith Park, there's a photo of him eating a deer. There was, I think a bear was, maybe it was a gangbang. I don't know what it was, but. Joe Rogan uh, tweeted out some picture of a mountain lion eating a deer. Was there a bear involved in that? Or did I just hallucinate that? Maybe I took some acid. I don't know where you're getting this bear from. I don't know. Uh, Does a bear shit in the woods? Are you talking about the bear grease from Eustace on Mountain Man? (laughs) I don't know. Bear grills, maybe? I don't know what Uh, I'm talking about. Yeah, there there was a photo taken. I think it was an older photo from a few years ago of that mountain lion, the one that has been stalking me. Up in Griffith Park eating a deer. Hi, Hachi. What's his name? Hi, Hi, Hachu. Is that the guy? The guy who sent the mug? Yeah, he, we haven't got. We got to go get the. I mug. know it's at the comedy store. We'll talk about something that we got. in a second. But he suggested you crush up uh, red peppers to create your own pepper spray. How about this? I've been it. dipping my underwear in pig's blood and I've been wearing a chicken breast necklace to lure the beast in. And someone else said, if you're going to try to, he doesn't suggest violence against animals, but he said, if you're going to try to kill a big cat, he suggests a machete. <laughs> makes it too Dude. easy. That's too easy. All right. Well, these people. <laughs> also, I can't be walking around Griffith Park with a goddamn machete. I got to have something I conceal in my... Uh, in my basketball shorts. In your underpants? Yeah. So I wear the knife on the inside. You don't even have the, the knife out ready? I have it underneath my shirt and in the inside of the pants, yeah. But it's out? I mean, it's accessible. But is the blade out? No, you have to take it out of the sheath. So what if the thing bull charges? You got to be ready. I am ready. I'm always ready. Dude, if this thing bull charges, Dude, you need to take the knife out. I'm always aware of my surroundings. Dude, the mountain lion waits for no man. It's like over Dude. the top when Sylvester Stallone tells his son, <laughs> life waits for no man. I grew up on a farm. I can Whoa. sense the animal and I know what it's near. Are you at least practicing in the mirror, flipping the knife out, looking at it's a mountain a lion saying, knife. are you talking it's to not, me? It's not a flip Or pulling knife. it out, whatever you do. I have pulled it out. I've, I've, I've uh, had some dry runs on my walks Think with I'm the gonna, knife. I'd like to go down on the record saying I, I'm uh, in your mother's camp on this one. How come nobody's <laughs> supports this adventure i think some of the fans would support it or listen i mean i think at some point it may wait till it happens and then i i'll be uh well i'll be very we'll be positive press for the uh, podcast yeah but it will be negative press for me people because then people will listen to the podcast and say that he was actively out there hunting this thing but if you get injured bad enough people will feel bad for you no he's gonna dude this is los angeles and you know that the current climate in the media is <laughs> to villainize anybody that does anything to a wild animal the good news is you don't have a dentist practice to lose like that uh, <laughs> i have nothing guy, to lose like the guy in africa nothing. i was having heart palpitations the other day and i was like oh this is perfect maybe i can get a permanent disability that's pretty sweet congratulations <laughs> That's where the career is at right now. I'm jealous. Uh, To stay on board with the animals, and then we'll talk about the comedy store present we received. Uh, Rest in peace to a member of your family at Formal. Would you like to do a brief eulogy? That's tough. I don't know if I even want to bring it up. Uh, Our our parrot. How How old was he? Well, we don't know because... How long did you have him? We had him for 34 years. So he was at least 34. It was a she, right? You found out? For 32 years, we thought it was a boy, and then we got a blood test done, and it turns out it was a girl. So you had a transgender Max, parrot, named Max. Who had uh, gender issues, gender fluid. 
Yeah. Uh, a lot Did you dress, of, dress uh, it up in boy clothes? He, I mean, well, she was a member of the family. It was just like a sibling. I mean, She, she attacked your mother at one point. Yes. Uh, they're very, super intelligent, and they're also uh, extremely moody. Did Steve O'Neill purchase it? Yes. What, he from, is from, the bird man. From a pet shop that was later closed down because of uh, oh. illegal <laughs> poaching of birds. So... We think that maybe the bird was it was ten years old when they uh, took it from the wild and brought it into some shithole. So it went pet to a, shop that was like three towns over from. So us. it went from its home, probably in what a South American country, yeah. to Indiana, which is a decent trade. It was an Amazon parrot. Okay. It was. Uh, did Steve O'Neill hope it would talk? Yes. And it never did. It did not. But hand raised Amazon parrots are notorious for learning how to speak, and they pick it up quite quickly. The fact that this one never did, for all we know, it was twenty years old when they got it. Did it enrage Steve O'Neill that he could not get it to talk? No. It, it was a very vocal bird, regardless of its ability. Was he to close speak. with the bird? We were all close with the bird. The bird had been on every journey with us through living at the motel. To moving into town, to moving to Los Angeles. I mean, he was a serious member of the family. Where, uh, where is its remains right now? Uh, they're buried in the backyard. Thirty-four years that we know of that we spent with that bird. So old Max, rest in peace to Max the parrot. It's a good name for either a guy or a girl. Yeah, smart. It was. We didn't know that going in, but it turned out to be <laughs> to our advantage. <laughs> he so, that was born, thought to be a man, died as a woman. Yeah, he lived his life possibly as a woman. I don't know. I think as a man. He was aggressive you, like a man. I think you guys convinced. I think the frustration with being referred to as a man with male pronouns led to maybe the attack on your mother. At one point, he did fly away, so maybe he went and got a gender transfer. How, how did you surgery. recover him? Her. Oh, we found him on a roof. Who's roof? Her. A neighbor's roof. This is in Los Angeles. Oh, this is here. Yeah, because uh, he was able to roam free. We had a lot of dogs. The dogs never bothered him. Everybody, all the animals got along in some odd, bizarre sort of uh, Noah's Ark. Of- Did he ever ride on any of the dogs' backs? No, no. Do you think, like in the show 60 Days In, which we'll get into in a minute, somebody asked for an update. <laughs> There's uh, Do you think just one person leaving the pod will throw off the animal it has dynamic. To, oh, it has thrown it off dramatically that's what happened. there's a lot of sadness yeah it was a tough blow i was uh i was very saddened by will there the be loss. another bird uh, purchased completely unexpected no because they live to be 50 years like who's going to take care of it that would be one of you or your siblings uh, yeah i mean that's a lot of responsibility you got a bird. You got a responsibility. I mean, we were already trying to figure out. I mean, theoretically, this bird probably could have lived another 20 years if it weren't already potentially 20 years what old. What happened to it? Nobody knows. Just one day, uh, it was a little lethargic, and then um, then it was done. You think Steve O'Neill maybe slipped it? Come on. <laughs> Show some fucking respect. I apologize. He's a beloved member of the family. I know it's a bird, but... It was a beloved member of the family. In first grade, I took it in for show and tell. That was a long time ago. How did you do on that presentation? I crushed it. I cr- get an a? crushed it. I don't, think, I don't think they gave grades. I don't, was it all I know is that I was, <laughs> was at the, the peak of your... I was the toast of that classroom. <laughs> did it attack anyone? I mean, in the 80s, who had a fucking parrot? I'd say a lot of people. If you lived in Miami and you were a drug dealer, <laughs> but in Indiana... 
Par- birds always have terrified me. Uh, when I would go to the mall as a young man, and they had those parrots loose on the uh, on the things. <laughs> what? Terrif- what kind of mall did you go to? Terrified me. Wait, parrots loose on a thing? On um, like a tram? Just on the little perch, and you'd have to walk what? through the we, parrots. We didn't have that. Oh, it terrified me every time. What? Uh, what kind of mall did you go to? Just the mall in New Hampshire. And they had parrots. Loose parrots. And you've never been attacked by a bird. To my knowledge, no. You've never been attacked by a dog. Uh, Earl Skakel's dog. Yeah, I was bit by Earl Skakel's bitch of a dog. But you've Lois. never actually been attacked by a dog. My family, uh, we grew up a wiener dog, terrorized our neighborhood oh, yeah. by the dog. name of Baron. Terrorized your neighborhood. <laughs> you hear yourself? My mother and brother were insanity. both bit by dogs. In yeah, the, so but you were never attacked. And that can be passed down to a young child. Oh, my God. Children like I do, sponges. These fears that you have, you have to overcome them. I mean, and, and it's odd because you've never been adversely affected them directly. I think it all may be from a past past lives. <laughs> you think it's a point? You probably, you think it like five of your lives yeah. you were murdered by dogs and birds? I think death by bird happened. Maybe chased by hounds through the woods. <laughs> During the medieval times? Some sort of crime you committed? I think so. Yeah. It's got to be. Man. So if anyone out there, if you have a dog and a bird and you'd like to pay for the win a chance to hang out with the Danish, your name may be taken off the list. Would you, for for $1,000, would you go into a giant cage and uh, spend 24 hours with a bird? A big bird. Like Big Bird from Sesame Street? (laughs) No, not that pervert. I don't think that guy's a pervert. Um, <laughs> he uses that beak, dude, to fuck Snuffleupagus. That guy would seem like a sweet old man anytime I saw him outside of the outfit. Uh, like I'm an, not it, talking what, about I'm talking about the character. Oh. An aggressive bird? Who knows, man? It's just a bird. Like There's a no, hawk? Like, uh, what you're talking thousand about. thousand bucks isn't enough. I, I couldn't handle it. You've been to the San Diego Zoo. I have. Did you ever did you go to the eagle exhibit no, where those things are like six feet tall? Yeah, they're huge. I would want no part that of that. thing will... Fu- now, that's something to be scared of. Yeah, I've seen big birds uh, at the golf course. <laughs> I used to work at... Big nuts. <laughs> I have. I used to see the big... Like, I think want to say falcons or hawks, one or the other would perch on top of the goddamn swing set by the pool, and they were huge. They're not going to fuck with you. Yeah, they're huge. They're, by huge, you mean what? They're like a foot and a half tall? Say I'm taking a piss, and they think my, my wiener oh, is like a small here. animal. Get out of here. <laughs> you would not have lasted in the in the Falcon era of the O'Neill family. I definitely would not have entered that house. That was... <laughs> I would not enter a house with a loose falcon. I think a lot of people would, are going to be on my side. <laughs> uh, you maybe have a point on that one. Falcons are not meant to be housebroken. I think that's the name <laughs> of your father's book. Falcons are not meant to be housebroken. Yeah, by Steve I think O'Neill. Steve O'Neill was never housebroken. Is, I don't think is the title of it. Still not. Can't housebreak a man. Uh, so shout out to uh, Steph Brush. We found oh, out yeah. we received a mysterious package at the comedy store. I picked it up. I had no idea what it was. I bring it home. It's three in the morning. I open it up. The first thing I see is the B on the Bunchums. It's Bunchums first uh, suggested that we look at it by Tracy. Tracy Burgess, who actually, ironically, both of them saw us perform in Nashville same night. Oh, yeah. Um, so first thing I did in the morning was I got my girlfriend up and I said, here, put these in your hair. I want to see if they get stuck. Did they? Uh, first of all, she said, you know, no. <laughs> but then I finally convinced her just to put it in there a little bit. And then I saw how it could potentially 
could happen. You just, but, before we recorded, you convinced me to put it in my hair. Yes. And then I put it, and you're like, no, deeper. And I did, and it kind of got stuck. And got, I, don't know, I don't know why I listened to you. <laughs> now you have a fear of Bunchums. I, I said get on Amazon and write the fucking review. I could see how Bunchums could lead to a lot of problems being stuck in your Some hair. Some of them have 60 of them in their hair. You had one, and you were freaking out. I did not. It wasn't you got a good, scared. It wasn't a good feeling, because it was like yanking out my hair as I tried to pull it. I can't. I don't know what we're going to do with them but we're going to do something with them. It was almost like, I think we we're going to get a stripper with thick pubes and just throw them at him like it's a like, Velcro dartboard. <laughs> yeah, we should get them as in Bushman's hair. Dude, we've already, you've already upset them by um, a wardrobe malfunction. I don't know if that's a good idea. <laughs> Why? Oh, you know what? Next time DeWitt's on, we should say, hey, try putting these in your By hair. the way, I saw a perfect victim for a Bunchum's attack today. This guy at the Y had one of the most beautiful afros I think I've seen in my whole Ooh. life in person. It was about, let's say, like five to seven inches off the head. He had a beautiful 1960s, 70s black man look. Uh, he, was, for some reason, had a blanket as a, a towel around his waist. What? <laughs> he had like a, uh, what's that material? Or was it just a real thick towel? No, it was like a blanket. I don't know. These homeless guys are milling in and, in and out the locker oh, so room. I don't know if he was or not, but he did have a blanket around his but waist. But he had a sweet afro, too. There's a new probably homeless, needs to be manicured. There's a new homeless guy at the Y who's like a, who just hangs out out front. He has a pet cat, just sits there, lays in the mulch. <laughs> a white homeless guy has a suitcase and a pet cat. He's there all day. I'll take the cat probably over the dog because I feel like the dog is definitely licking your dick, and I feel like the cat if you're homeless is not. Yeah, I think uh, cats' tongues are really rough. But I think any uh, homeless, it's almost like it's become hack to have a dog if you're homeless. Not a lot of homeless guys have cats, so it's like, hey, <laughs> so you think he's going against? He's the sticking great. out. Yeah, it's like, hey, I'm an original guy. Okay. I don't want to be lumped in with the rest of these dirt bags. <laughs> so this guy's going, he, he wants style points. So while this he's guy's out a there. cat man and he's found the why. They've, I don't know why this Hollywood why really embraces cat the homeless. Not, does not make you as sympathetic as a homeless person. Not at all. It seems like he has money. It seems like you're kind of uppity. Yeah. You're like, hey, I turned my nose up at His you cat people. has a collar. Like it's well maintained. It's like not, doesn't look rough. It's not a street cat. <laughs> this guy's spending all his money on. Pet grooming. I don't know if he has a glove that he just strokes it. I mean, it, it looks nicely maintained. He's got the time. He's got the time to groom it himself. Maybe he should think about <laughs> trying to find a job. <laughs> Do you think he licks it? Uh, I've never seen him we, lick it. When I walked out today, the cat was just laying by itself. I don't know where the guy was, just by itself in the mulch, usually where the guy is. We should pay somebody to put a bunch of these in their hair. It's just a matter of who. Do you, it. You don't want to turn it into like bum fights, like bunch of homeless people. I think we just drive by people and try to whip them in their hair. Yeah, late at night, like it's or, a new form of vandalism. Or if you're a listener and you're around a lot of people who drink too much and pass oh, out, maybe you're in college, well, maybe we'll send you a bag that of bunch could be Bunchum's new marketing campaign. And if you want to take pictures and send them in, yeah. keep in mind, you may have to fight because I think you, if they get in bad enough, you'll have to. Well, nobody knows who did it. That's true. Oh, you know who I'm thinking of. Who? Remember the guy whose teeth got knocked out? On 60 Days In? No, on uh, that night that I went out Alfred? drinking. Yeah. And he would be the perfect guy to put bunchums in his You're going to bunch him? He's like a grown man. Yeah, well, he, <laughs> dude, you should see how he acts. It's true. 
uh, that he would be a good guy to, for bunch of them. Can I give a couple quick shout outs? Yeah. Shout out to Rob from Tony. In his review, he said, please give a shout out to my homosexual coworker, Rob. He told me about you guys. Oh. So, uh, is he a legit homosexual? Or is this used as a slur? Because we don't condone that sort of That's behavior. all the information I'm given. So I have to believe that Tony is just using it as a descriptor. And he, okay. I guess Rob wanted that out there. All right. So uh, thank you, Rob, for turning your buddy yeah, Tony man. on either sexually and onto <laughs> this show. Uh-huh. Also, a review from Turi, T-U-R-I, Turi, I believe, Turi, Turi, in El Paso. It was, his, uh, it was his birthday. Happy belated birthday. I think we missed it, but uh, happy birthday, Turi. Who's the guy sending all the videos of his coworkers sleeping and That's, stuff? That's uh, Jose Magana. It's funny you say that because I was supposed to, he wanted a full name shout out by request. See, here's a man that's not afraid to have the full name associated with the show. Jose Magana deserves shout out of the week because he has the balls. He doesn't say, don't use my first name. Don't use my last name. This man is, he's <laughs> proud to stand by Danish and O'Neill, the filth we talk. He said, put my first Put my last, I think if he, he probably would have given me a middle name. He probably doesn't have one. He wanted a full name because his coworkers did not believe it was him with just the first. <laughs> they thought they, 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 they were such big celebrities yep. that there's no way that you could hear his name broadcast over the internet. Nope. Wow. Well, there it is. Eat it. Hey, and your coworkers, Jose Magana's coworkers, fuck you, you doubting Thomases, your boss is a Danish and O'Neill fan, so yeah. go fuck yourselves. I want that guy that's, uh, I want that guy's name. Sid? That's, is that the guy who's sleeping? He said sleeping? it in the video. He's like, Sid, you got to wake up. He's like, what are we listening <laughs> the to? Guy he's was like, sleeping between. Boner City, man. <laughs> and I said liquid lunch, and he said he thought the end of a, a wild, methed out ride was Jose's answer. Good staff you got there, Jose. You're keeping a high caliber. Hopefully I listen to this episode. It could get awkward. <laughs> you told him about my meth problem? Hey, come on, man. It's all in good fun. Uh, yeah, I'll save some more. Oh, by the way, big shout out to Devin. He got in touch with uh, us on Twitter and DeWitt, whose lady, last episode, oh, sent in the yeah. picture of him. Well, he, if, he, you, if you don't know, there was a picture sent to me of a woman sitting on a man's face. Dinky uh, was out. She, he was obviously eating the butt, the vagina, some area down there. Yeah, and no, I think the butt. Then in the right corner, you could see his penis coming out of the sheets. And it was it was as if she, you knew she took it because no guy's like, hey, make sure my dick gets no, in No, she took it because she was holding the camera. No, I know, but you could tell she like posed it because it's like no guy's like, hey, make sure my D gets in that shot at the bottom. Yeah, she, it was definitely a composed And shot. so then it, set, it was sent to you. He tweeted. Uh, he, I think the first he heard about it was via listening His to the lady show. had taken it upon herself. He said, guys, I'm sorry. I believe there's a picture sent to you <laughs> without my knowledge. <laughs> That's a bold move. I love it. What's funny is that the, the man is so rarely the victim of that. Yeah. That it, it's, it's humorous. And let me just say this. Uh, Sarah's a keeper. Is that her name? I believe so. I don't. I think that she might be. Uh, you, you I, might think break I up like her. her initiative that she's taking. She's getting involved. I'll say she. Look, she I'll, is listening to the show. She knows your email. You know what? Okay. You want to know what the ratio of uh, women sending pictures I'd in a very... naked bed? It's one to maybe two to three thousand. Is this a call to action? Are you wanting more women? Yeah. To take- well, I don't need dick pics, <laughs> but if it's empowering to you, please send them. More. I don't, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll look at it. I'll look at them. It's fine. 
<laughs> There's uh, if I can help the women's movement in any way by receiving these pictures, then I will take them. Maybe you should burn your brazier. <laughs> we uh, I got I I don't know if you saw this. A lot of people when this happened, people were really chomping at the bit to get in touch with us. I don't know well, if you saw happened? this story. Former MMA fighter, champion, George St. Pierre has a uh, new job. Yeah. He's Did dinosaur. you see what his job? He's a dinosaur hunter. He has a show on... Uh, has he ever, in his entire career, ever brought up the fact that he was interested in dinosaurs? In this one interview I found in like 2006, he claimed he was obsessed with dinosaurs. Part of the reason he claims he was so bullied as a child. Because his love of dinosaurs? He said he's a nerd. Shut the fuck up. He said, here's a sound clip. He That's said, not even a nerd. That's like a child. As a nerd, uh, he said, as, as a nerd, as a sound clip, uh, I'm going to put, let me play this real quick right here. Cue it up. Uh, as a child, I relate more to uh, people like nerds than uh, fighters because of some of my interest. I am obsessed with dinosaurs. Uh, the T-Rex, when they found the, the bones, had feathers on it. It actually had feathers. Wow. That was a direct quote. Wow. Direct quote from George. Very excited. You could hear the passion. <laughs> he feathers. Was he, it, was, it was a video interview. Did he have an erection when he talked about the feathers? Uh, there was something poking out of his jean Dude. shorts. You know who's going to be at the dinosaur fuck party with DeWitt and his wife? It's going to be George G- St. Pierre. They want to have sex with masks on in front of people. And I think George probably has already done that. And uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, he's getting a show on Canadian Discovery Channel where he's going to get to live his dream. So this guy's never coming back to fight. He's going to be a paleontologist. He's traveling. It's, it sounded like various parts of the U.S. What? I had no clue dinosaurs were even in, like Alabama. Uh, and other places. Oh, they're everywhere in this. And he's they're looking, everywhere in the world. He's going to be a boner hunter. That's what they're called. <laughs> it's not true. And uh, Barbara is nice enough to, she's giving me a signal right now. We have a phone call of GSP. It sounds like he's trying to do some research for this upcoming job. Let's see what he's Let's up to. Let's hear what's going down. Maybe Luke will call in. Who knows? He was probably going to be on this trip, I would assume. Yeah. And will GSP do kitty, kitty litter and computer spray uh, while he's working this job, or is he going to try to be more buttoned up as a scientist? It's the weird thing is, is that there is a rumor that Nick Diaz is always into was always into dinosaurs. Really? Yeah. Some people, if you're not, and that's why he lives in Stockton because it was uh, an area that was notorious for yeah. dinosaur activity. Yeah, it is. They say that it's called uh, Paleo Stockton. A lot of circles. <laughs> yeah. Somebody, if you don't know the Punch Drunk as uh, a podcast that GSP never heard of it. Nick Diaz calling a lot. And uh, there was a saga where the Diaz brothers once catfished GSP, and they ended up burying him in a refrigerator box. Yeah. And uh, someone suggested on Twitter maybe that underneath the ground is where he discovered his love of, of things that are unearthed. Wow. Like he was when he came out. <laughs> it's very. Did he have feathers on him? He may have. So here's GSP. Uh, it sounds like he's calling somewhere, and he's he's starting his process of becoming a paleontologist. Here we go. Well, this is Heather speaking. How can I help you? Yeah, hi. I'm actually uh, going to be going on a, a dig for dinosaur bones. I was wondering if you had any uh, books about dinosaurs. Uh, we do. Did you have anything in particular you were interested in? or? Uh, I wanted to start uh, at the bottom and work my way up. Do you have any uh, children's books about dinosaurs? Yes, we do. Uh, what's the, do you know the most popular title? Um, you know, I'm not exactly sure, but we've got a whole section over in our children's department dedicated to dinosaurs. 
Okay, so if I could come in, I could uh, check out some of the books? Yeah, absolutely. Do you have a, do you know if any of them are uh, pop-up books? I don't know about that. Okay, and then uh, an unrelated question. Do you have any books about the uh, UFC fighter, George St. Pierre? I do not. Again, I have things that I can order, but nothing in the store. Okay, and then uh, one last question. Do you guys by any chance carry uh, kitty litter? We do not. Okay, well, uh, thank you. I'll, I'll come in to check out the dinosaurs. Okay, sure. Bye-bye. Wow. wow, he's really getting into it. <laughs> sounds this like guy's a real digger, man. It sounds like he's, he's turning. Is that is that what they call them, diggers? They call them boner searchers. <laughs> I don't think they do. Hunter bonerers. It sounds like he. It's smart of him to start at you know he's starting at a low level. He knows that he has a lot to learn, and he's willing to go through and uh, get an education. Seems like he likes. Dude, a- this is first of all, it's fucking <laughs> ridiculous. This guy's gay as show. He has no qualifications How whatsoever. Dare you? Oh, he enjoys fucking dinosaurs. <laughs> a lot of people do. He has no fucking qualifications. This is a ratings ploy by Discovery Canada. They're desperate. Fuck Discovery Canada. We have a lot of Canadian listeners, but I'll tell you this. Boycott it. Do you think his room is like the stepbrother's room? Like a lot yes. of dinosaur toys in the bathtub? Yeah. A lot, a lot of I think he has a full-size stegosaurus in his backyard. Do you think he has a motorcycle that's like covered by like a dinosaur body that he sits on in the garage? Yeah, with a long tail <laughs> on the back. You gotta be kidding me. I heard his favorite uh, documentary, The Jurassic Park. <laughs> Probably. There's this rumors, and I don't know if these are true or false, but that he's going to court to change the uh, the S of GSP to scientist, legally. George Scientist Pierre? That's what he wants it. That's what I've heard. How about, okay. <laughs> how about geoscientist paleology, or how about the PETA paleontology? Peter, pa- Peter pa- Paleontologist? Pa- pa- <laughs> I don't know if that works. Pa- paleontologist. Pierreontologist? Uh, George St. Pierreontologist? I don't know if you heard this. Chuck Liddell is doing uh, a show <laughs> where he's searching for oil. <laughs> Dude, just fucking keep it the fuck. I don't give a fuck what your interests are, but they'll do a show about it. Wait a what second. are you going to do? We have, uh, Barbara's telling me we have foot. I don't know how we got this audio. This is George St. Pierre. Trying to pitch his show to a Discovery executive. Uh, here we are in the office. I'm going to play it right now. Okay. Uh, thank you for uh, inviting me to the beautiful uh, Canadian Discovery building. Well, you're a national, you're a national treasure, George. Do you, so. Have you seen my fights? Uh, yes, I have. I've seen many of them, yeah. Has anyone ever told you you sound kind of like Garrison Killer? I've, uh, I've never heard that before. Uh, which one of my fights is uh, your favorite? Uh, well, any any fight that David Loazzo is in your corner, I'm a huge fan of. So this is about uh, my best friend and not about me? Uh, so uh, how how tall is David Loazzo? He looks like a very tall man. So here's my show. I wanted to, uh, I'm a dinosaur enthusiast. Uh, I'm trying to change the S in my name to scientist. Uh, and George Scientist Pierontologist is my full name now. I, I like that. It's very good. And yeah. uh, I've been searching my backyard for bones, but uh, I have not found anything. I think you're going to have to expand your search a little bit, but yeah. Would I, you be willing to foot the bill if I uh, traveled around kind of like diners, drive-ins, and dives, but uh, instead of going to shitty restaurants, I search for dinosaur bones? Well, 
Is David Lawalzo going to be with you? He will be with me. He's my sidekick. He is the Robin to uh, my Batman. Um, yeah, I would, I'd like to come out and visit you guys on location. We'd appreciate you stay in the office, but if you must, uh, uh, we will take your money and do it. Yeah, well, um, if you could arrange a private meeting with me and David, I think we could work something out. Uh, I guess I will sign a deal with the devil and David will have to do what he needs to do. Can my cousin Luke be part of the crew? Uh, is Luke black by any chance? Uh, he's my cousin by blood, so no. Uh, well, we'll see. He, he is handsome, though. And, uh, oh, okay. Can part can 48% of the budget be spent on uh, computer spray and kitty litter? It's, it's just say uh, we have a lot of cats and computers around. Well, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, okay. All right, so I just sign right here. Just sign right there. Okay, thank and, you for your time. And then so you and that also says that you'll give me David Lavazzo's private phone number. Okay, that uh, that will work. He likes being discovered. Can't wait. There it is! Wow, wow. never heard. You've never, you're not going to hear that. Scandalous, too. It you sounds, won't hear that on any other show. It We're just telling like you that right now. That guy may have been used greenlit this show just to suck David Loazzo's D. Hey, we we work in Hollywood. We know how it goes out here. Wow. Sometimes was, you got to do crazy shit. <laughs> that was crazy. Speaking man. of crazy shit, let's talk a little bit of sixty days in. Not too much because I think the minority of people are uh, are well, watching it. We ought to say spoiler alert if you haven't watched yeah, if you're the not newest episode. Up. So, but if you're a fan, you've already watched it. If a lot of not, people have been tweeting me that they are watching, but I'd say we're gonna have to explain it in broad terms, like these. No one's watched it, like they do at the beginning of every episode. Basically, yeah. there's huge corruption and. Uh, this There's fucking jail in Indiana, and so they bring these guys in who they, are not criminals. They bring in regular people to try out jail life, to try to tell the sheriff. They're, they're, it's like auditing jail. What's going wrong? And none of the people have a good reason to be there, which is for me as a viewer, I don't really feel bad for any of them of what's happening because they're all choosing to be there. But there was something that came out. Uh, you know the big guy with the huge tits that had the alopecia? Yeah. That got punched. DeAndre? He says that that punch was not related to him uh, oh, creative befriending editing. Robert. Creative editing? He said it was because somebody owed him money, and this guy was coming to collect, and this guy punched him in front of a guard because he knew that he would be transferred to a different cell block wow. and not have to repay Ro or the Look at that. DeAndre his Can't money. Can't believe everything you see. Other than that, he said it's pretty good. He's a fan of the show. Where where was he being interviewed? In the jail? No, he's out. Now. Oh, he's not. He's, he's getting his life together, though. I think he's been in jail three times. He's only twenty years old. Great tits. Yeah, he's probably a, some of the best tits in county lockup. He's got a bright future if he can just get in the right wet t-shirt. Here's contest. the thing, though. He's just not wearing a bra, and they're going to sag by thirty. Well, because they're perky and super bouncy now. They were nice, but every twenty-year-old has perky, bouncy tits. Sixty-four Seagal. You got to take care of them. A nineteen sixty-four Seagal wishes he had those beautiful. He didn't bras. have those. I'm saying it's sixty-four oh, yeah. years old Seagal. Oh, he's got bigger titties than that. But he's his are but hairy saugers. and saugers and saggers. Yeah. They're sloppy saugers. Uh, what's going on in the show is Tammy, the uh, the butch cop. Well, first of all, basically everyone that you thought would thrive in there, only one person is. 
and then the other person that you thought would thrive is not, and one person that you thought would die in there is become the toast of the cell block. By the way, we should have mentioned uh, that May May Ali, Maryam Ali, she was a comedy store comedian. I didn't know that that was. Uh, we didn't know it was her. I didn't we know knew it was her. We knew. We, I just thought it was another used, one. I used to call her avails. I never. When we, I worked the phones, I used to talk to like her. She was like phasing her way out when we were pretty new. When I when I was a phone guy, yeah. though, she would get spots, and I would call her, and she was always nice. I never put the. I thought it was a different daughter now she's a social worker in prison <laughs> she's real big on every thinking everyone's going to suspect her of being muhammad ali's daughter which i'm going to go on a limb and say no one's suspecting her of being muhammad ali's daughter <laughs> she's like oh my god he's she's on tv so paranoid it's like she's like i can't eat pork in here because they're going to think i'm a muslim and if they find out i'm a muslim it's 100 percent that they'll think i'm muhammad ali's she's daughter. like my father lives 10 miles from the prison so somehow not even lives he was born no, no, he lives though. Oh, he lives there. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Lady, come on, get over it." Jesus, Chris from uh, Chris wanted us a little do, do a little sixty days in talk, and Tammy, the the uh, butch cop, is lo- she's losing her mind. She's in too deep. Dude, she's out of her fucking. She's losing her shit. Big. She shouldn't be allowed to be a cop. Shoot, did you hear how she talked about those people? She goes, "If we were on the streets, they wouldn't be talking to me like this because I would lock them up." She said, "I'd haul them in. That's you, illegal. You can't do that. That's abuse of power. Because you don't like what something says to you, and this you're is, a cop. This is gonna ruin her life. And her seven yeah. foot tall wife." Said, Who may, she may only be 4'8", and her wife may only be 5'9". She said, is this going to change you? And that was a big foreshadowing. Yeah. It's She's starting to... She sh- she's I, when, into the drama, and all she ever talks about is, when I was a kid, get over it, you're 46 years old. And you know who else Move is talking on. about being a kid? Jeff, who seems like a pedophile, but it, to our knowledge is not. Well, according to the the guy it, who's hearing voices from the TV, they're telling him he's a pedophile. That but he's, guy, th- he's so, not. He's just a fucking wiener. So this guy's a wiener. He has a reddish flat top, glasses. He quit high school because is he was, it reddish? It's like blonde, reddish blonde, blondish. I don't know. He was bullied in high school, so he quit school. Great place to go. the The professional bullies are all in jail, and he befriends. Well, also, he he's a security guard. He's trying to really tap. Tackle his issues. He is one. He want and he wants to be a prison guard, which he would be eaten Dude, alive. Hey, Jeff, I got news for you. This fucking line of work isn't for you, buddy. Try something else. Go work at Best Buy. Work as a bowling shoe salesman. Yeah. Something else, dude. This isn't for You're you. You're not going to tackle this, this problem you have. This motherfucker is the worst reader of people I've ever seen in my life. Because he's so yeah. concerned about being liked, he befriends the biggest scumbag. He's not even concerned about being liked. He anyone that shows him attention, he's he'll, ready to just suck their dick. He's a puppy dog, dude. If he'll you give anything away, and these guys are fucking predators. Dude. Oh, they're, they're attacking prey. him. This guy Martin, he befriends, and this guy's a real. Scumbag. He's a lifetime. He's a career criminal. Cr- well, he's a career criminal. He's been in and out twenty times or something. His move is to be like, I'll pretend I like you, man. I'm just gonna take. You know, well, he some hugs. people are givers, and he kisses guys, but he's just trying. He to says, kiss. "I love you," like on the head. He'll kiss him, like, "Hey, man," and he's just looking to take. Take, take. He Jeff's already ordered him commissary. It's oh, real. Jeff follows him around like a puppy dog. And this guy, and he, he's. Dude, I like when he's trying to insert himself into conversations. He'll go sit on the bunk. Yeah, and, and just kind of. Hey, what are you guys talking about? And then it's so pathetic. Martin's friend is the guy who was got his ass beat in the tater top brawl earlier. He's in the not show. friends with that guy. He's he's using he's using him, him. that for guy, his medication. That guy. What's crazy is that they line up to take pills, their medication. They don't even make them. Wouldn't you say, okay, put they it in your do. mouth, swallow they, it. They do. But, but he, he walks away. I know, but they, I think he cheeks it. Oh, he. Yeah, they usually. But also, it's only for his own good. 
Like, you know what I mean? If you don't want to take it, you're just going to lose your fucking mind and then probably get killed. So he's not taking his pills, and he's now telling him the TV is telling him this Jeff guy is a pedophile, and they leave it on a big cliffhanger. There sounds like a lot of commotion. Yeah, <laughs> it gets nuts. And then Tammy, or Barbara, who spells it in the non-traditional way of B-A-R-B-R-A, spelling. B-A-R-B-R-A, the bra. Yeah. Barbara. Barbara. What's up, Barbara? She's a she's a a twenty five year old mother of two. She has no tits, no ass. Jesus, what does that matter? It, I'm just calling you, it out. You got to stop with this fucking. <laughs> why are you judging? Did why are you judging people like that? Tammy's, you only do it mainly do it to women, or you do it to other people that have some sort of uh, what you deem a, 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 a appearance defect. I'm always saying guys are handsome. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Tammy's hot. <laughs> Tammy is an attractive woman. <laughs> yeah, so Barbara is, uh, you thought she would get, everyone thought she'd get eaten alive. They, not, she's not going to want to leave when she goes. She well, has made so many friends. friends. leaving though. She's going to make new friends. No, she seems to be, she's I think she had her box eaten out in there too. It seems like she, she is it. going lesbian. The lady's putting her feet on her. Yeah, they're like to, to rubbing. I think there's a scissor thing that a and E's crew will put on, like the DVD extras. The After Dark. Yeah, I'd watch sixty days in After Dark. We've converted a lot of people into fans. Dude, this show is. Uh, yeah, this show A&E is. It needs to be seen. Us. Yeah, we should get sixty days in uh, advertisement money. Josh from Australia, former reality show star himself. He wants Robert put up for the whipping post nomination, the teacher, <laughs> for his behavior on 60 Days In. I think that guy's, I, I don't even think he deserves a whipping post, but I think Jeff should be put on the whipping post just so he'll learn his lesson and stop befriending these people that are predators. You know, speaking of predators, you mentioned Robert gave, he was forced to go see a psychiatrist yeah. because he's going so over the top with his portray, his uh, antics. And he they made him meet with a psychiatrist. What I think is the guy... It's the sheriff's right-hand man made him do that. I think it's so his school will see that he had to be made to go see a jail psychiatrist. I think he's like, you want to fuck with my program? I'm going to fuck with your career. No, I think they make you see them after you've been in there I for I think part days. of it, though, is like he was no, like, fuck I think you. I think that's totally mandatory. You've been isolated said, for some of the 30 things, days. But he said some of the ways he's acting and some of the things he's saying. He didn't appreciate the commentary. I think that he's that guy is crazy after 30 days. You imagine spending 30 days by yourself. And then he gave a predator handshake to the guy. I looked it up. So I thought it was the predator handshake. It's a little off. It's a little off. But it was a, a forearm grab <laughs> handshake. He did it twice. Yeah. Like, like, by the way, that psychiatrist was jacked. He was huge. He was ripped. That's, yeah. See, that's a positive attribute right there. <laughs> okay. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> I'm not gonna smoke it. I'm gonna smoke his ripped his ripped body. Uh, I got some Indiana news. Would you like to hear? Let it? me give a couple shout outs here real quick. I got a couple stories we need to bust through fast. I got. A, I mean, the stories are just coming in fast and furious. If I don't get to some of them, we're gonna be miles behind. Okay, hold on. I gotta get this uh, computer open. What do you got? This story I got is from Carrie, by the way. I don't know if Carrie's a man or a woman. Uh, Um, It's just from Carrie. I want to. I have a. I have an email from Kevin. He's a longtime listener, first time emailer. He's an infantryman in the army, stationed in uh, Bumfuck, Alaska. Wow, that's a town there. He loves the Diaz brothers, uh, and he says it gets him through his shitty boredom, and he have to endure the day on a daily basis. Said he found some interesting news. From the homeland that you guys might find interesting. Israel? Uh, no, but oh. this is the... Is, is your Indiana story about Baker Square? 
Uh, no. Or no, wait, Baker. Oh, it's Indiana Bakery square off over four-sided donut. No, this is a different story from Indiana oh, University. Oh, this is from Valparaiso. Oh. Uh, it says two Indiana bakeries are locked in a bitter battle over which business should be the lone square donut maker. So why can't they both do it? It says reported that the Valparaiso-based Family Express demanded a court Thursday to declare that it continue to call its products square donuts. However, a Terre Haute-based square donuts, which has been making its specialty pastry since 1960, has nine locations Across Indiana and wants Family Express to drop their case. I'm rooting for Terre Haute just because Larry Bird's from there. And also, it sounds like they've been doing it longer. Um, I have some inside info on the family that owned Family Express. Uh, Dude, I don't know. I, it's, allegedly? Can we it's say allegedly? allegedly. Um, well, I don't know if they're affiliated with Family Express anymore. What so let's the- just strike it for the record. It has nothing to do with Family Express. Okay. This has nothing to do with Family Express. Uh, but I did know a kid who burned down another kid's house in a neighborhood that my ex-girlfriend used to live in uh, when we were in high school. So you're rooting for Terry Hope. Yeah. He burned the kid's house. A kid burned a family's house to the ground. Maybe there was hot grease uh, involved yeah, from the fryer making the donuts. Uh, I don't know if that's true. <laughs> you want to get to this other Indiana story? Yes. So this is an Indiana University, uh, Indiana University, which uh, you knew people there. Yes, spent a lot um, of time there. So it says, according to Town Hall, I don't know what Town Hall is, but uh, this is from a site called Mandatory.com. Carrie sent it. Okay. Uh, there was a panic briefly ensued at Indiana University uh, Monday night when a number of students took to social media to warn others that a KKK member holding a whip had been spotted on campus. <laughs> oh, come on. But. It turned out to be, in quotes, a hilarious miscommunication because the KKK member was actually, drum roll, a Dominican friar getting frozen yogurt. In the whip, it was rosary beads. What a bunch of cocks. So an RA named Ethan G was so concerned about this man that he sent a message to his residents warning them about what was going on. Here's Ethan G's message. There's been a person reported walking around campus in a KKK outfit holding a whip. Because the person is protected under the First Amendment rights, IUPD cannot remove the person from campus unless an act of violence is committed. Please, please, please be careful out there tonight. Always be with oh, someone. You got- <laughs> Get out of here, you fucking <laughs> pussy. You fucking pussy. Are you out of your fucking mind? Oh, please be careful. Like this guy's going around with a whip, just whipping people. You know what? Oh, this guy's like, the police can't remove him. But if he... If you're out there whipping the shit out of people, you asshole, you'd have a bigger problem. Please be careful. I think Please. He, Has this guy ever faced any sort of problems in his life? Ethan G may be on the post. That guy's post-worthy. He said, please, please, please be careful out there tonight. Always be with someone. If you have no dire reason to be out of the building, I would recommend staying. He said, if you have no diarrhea? Yeah, reason. <laughs> if you have no diarrhea to be out of the building, I would recommend staying indoors. I'll if- stay indoors because there's some fucking guy he thinks is in a clan outfit with a whip. What do you think? Even if he was, how much damage? <laughs> Could have one whip do. Also, how much damage? You'll see this guy coming. What is this guy running down the street with a whip after you? I'll fight a man with a whip. He's got to have great. If you get inside on the whip, you're Dude, fine. You have to have whip training to be able to use a whip properly. Well, this is Indiana Jones. I'm taking a guy with a whip. I'll or a take lion Indiana tamer. Jones. That was all. That <laughs> was whip trickery. He didn't actually know how to use a bull whip. Ethan G says he would recommend staying indoors if you're alone. If you feel unsafe, please contact oh, me. Okay. I'll be returning so, shortly from the to, <laughs> from the TV radio building. Hey, Ethan G, you fucking pussy. So Piece of guy. shit. Some Franciscan friar with a goddamn yeah. rosary bead who's getting some frozen yo. Yogurt has to be, you're discriminating against him, yeah. and you're pissing me off. Also, this fucking piece of shit, what's his name again? Ethan G. Ethan G, you fucking asshole. 
you're acting like this guy's roaming through the halls, kicking doors in. He's like, if you're scared and you're alone, I'll be home soon. So he just thinks this daddy's, guy's kicking doors in, whipping people, and then worry. living. Daddy's coming home, guys. <laughs> oh, my God. By the way, if you told me, like, a guy would have to have multiple machine guns and a machete, and then I'd be slightly worried, but I'd probably still, probably still go about my day. But a guy get buying frozen yogurt? Ethan G should lose his job because he admitted he never he didn't even see the picture. He said upon seeing the picture, he reissued an update to say, hey, guys, don't be afraid. He's a priest. So Ethan G, you that shows you the hysteria hey, that can ensue, the misinformation. Maybe you ought to investigate a little bit more before you go around trying to ostracize a member of a faith that you don't understand. A holy man. You ice that guy. He's a man of the cloth. That poor holy man was just trying to get some frozen yogurt. What, what if the guy actually had a bullwhip underneath his robe and then later Maybe started he did. whipping people? Maybe he did. But in that case, Ethan G was dead wrong. Um, By the way, I have a story that if that story didn't get you going, this story, this is another Indiana story. Let me, let me give a quick shout out to Dominic. He said, long time listener, first time, dot, 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 took a listen to the Pete Lazarus experience. Wow, PLE. And uh, he really thinks it's great. He says, who is this guy? It's uh, What Up Pete from the Boner City fame. <laughs> He's a big, He's, uh, big fan. He, we work with him often. He uh, edits for us. He directs some stuff we do. Uh, it's What Up Pete. Let me give a quick... Uh, we have a Minnesota Y correspondent named Dave. and uh, oh, He's he, kind of creeping on my territory. <laughs> well, he said he wanted me to pass this on to you. He said uh, he recently ran into an issue at his local Y. Okay. Was said there I, a homeless man with a cat? No. He said, I joined the Y a week before discovering you guys, which was two weeks ago, and uh, he's been following the Danish's recommendations as a sort of handy tutorial on the real rules of the YMCA. Yeah, so, you gotta know. Yesterday he found out that uh, his facilities have a sauna and he's very excited to use it. Be and careful in there though. He was told uh, it would be right before the pool deck and in order to get there I needed to pass through the locker room shower. I put my head down walked past seven old dudes hanging dongs. Don't be afraid to just do a slip and slide. That floor is nice and wet. You could just go on your stomach right through like a seal. And this guy says he panicked when he couldn't find it. This led what, him to what, walk. the dongs or the sauna? <laughs> sauna, I guess. Oh, okay. He said this led me to walk through the shower How many but I made the mistake back and forth? <laughs> of looking up at the 21 eyes staring at me with angry confusion. Those weren't eyes. Those were dick holes. <laughs> I think they thought I was cock gazing. <laughs> he was Peter watching. Uh, I immediately got dressed to the left. This guy said, fuck the sauna. It's Whoa. not worth it. I have two questions for you. Kevin, you gave up too easily, my friend. He said, what do I need to do to reestablish dominance over these geriatric assholes? And two. It's all about confidence. I think leaving established you as a, a weak man who can yeah. be taken advantage of. You need to, you need to go back and say, I was just looking for the sauna. I don't want to look at any of your shriveled no, up dinkies. I would walk in there and go, nice dong. Why don't you get it out of my face? Yeah, I don't think... Dude, the why is, is for... I think you push one of these guys down in the shower. I think a lot shower. of those guys want people to look at their dongs, the way they parade around. Yeah. So I don't think they were Where offended. they're flaunting it like they really want it. Kevin, you just got to go back in there. As my old high school basketball coach said, walk in like you own it, walk out like you sold it. And then he says, where the fuck is the sauna? Uh, you, <laughs> I've never been to the Minnesota Y. They're all different. I would ask, ask your helpful person at the front desk when you go in the next time so there's no miscommunications. Have a direct game plan. You walk right towards it and you go in it. This email take- I've, uh, There's going to be more dick, dicks in that sauna, though. I got bad news for you. Oh, I'm sure. This, uh, this email takes a creepy turn. He says, I use 
the lockers in the boys' room since no boys are in there at 5 a.m. when I work out. So far, I haven't been caught after two weeks. Is this I'll Kevin? Keep you posted. That's Kevin? That is Dave. Oh, that's Dave. Yeah. That never was I, Kevin. No, no, it was never Kevin. Why was I calling him Kevin the whole time? Uh, I have no this idea. This is like the bear with the whole thing. I'm losing my mind. Dude, you want to hear this story? May, this may, you may have an aneurysm. Okay. So this is about, uh, this was sent to me by Mac. Uh, he wanted you to hear it. Mac Boland? He knew that he saw this story. Some people have no clue what stories to send. Mac has a good eye. Is he, this guy's a longtime sender of stories. I don't know if he is. Okay. It says for, no, I don't think he is, but maybe he is. I don't, I don't remember him sending, sending me anything, but perhaps he is. For 29 years, motel owner, Gerald Foos, F-O-O-S, Oh, yeah, he sent me this. Watched but I hundreds. I knew that it was coming, so I didn't read it. Perhaps thousands of guests having sex. This fucking, this fucking going to the bathroom guy. and more at the Manor House Motel in Colorado. This fucking guy. Now the story of, in quotes, the greatest voyeur in the world is out in the open, thanks to an article published in The New Yorker by journalist Gay Talese. Is it Talese or Talese? That's like a famous guy, but I should know that. So the author says he first learned of Foos when the letter when the latter wrote him a letter. That's very confusing writing. In 1980, he said, "Sexually, I've witnessed, observed, and studied the best first." This guy, this guy talked about it. Oh yeah, what the fuck? Wait till you hear what he says about it. Oh my god, he's witnessed, observed, and studied the best firsthand, unrehearsed, non-laboratory sex between couples and most other conceivable sex deviations during these past 15 years. This guy gives the motel owner a bad name. <laughs> I knew this was going to piss you off. What a fucking asshole. This guy's going to the whipping post. He's like Marty. He's like Sacramento Marty yeah. from last oh, episode. About a million times no, worse. No, worse, but he's a pervert. Yeah. he's. I mean, this guy's a legit pervert. Marty was an alleged. This could be Marty's brother. Is this guy into concrete? I don't know. He uh, he sold the motel in 95, but he said this is what's going to piss you off. He wants to be seen. <laughs> Oh as as a scientist, as a sex researcher, oh it's God. social observer, what? not a peeping tom or pervert. What? Why isn't it legal to shoot this guy? <laughs> Take him out and shoot him. This guy is fucked in the head, man. You can't have this guy walking around society. He's a researcher, dude. Dude, this is this is crazy. You can't have this guy. He and, uh he kept detailed notes of everything. Oh, this guy took fucking notes of everything he saw. Also, hey. Who gives a fuck about this information? Him. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's it. it. That's nobody it. cares. Everyone's doing their own fucking. Nobody gives a shit. He was watching through fake ceiling vents. What? Yeah. Wait, this guy was up in the ceiling? Or do you have a camera in there? I think he had there? cameras up in fakes. Oh, my God. In uh, 1973, cataloged 184 male orgasms, 33 female orgasms, oh. I think 20 or 7. How is this guy not in prison? Some of those were faked. <laughs> How is this guy not in prison for life? I don't know. He noted that white heterosexuals tended to have missionary sex, and only 3% of his guests failed to have sex. So he had a real sexy motel. Wow. <laughs> Was he putting porno everywhere? The the journalist, Talisi, or Talise, even joined Foos in his attic laboratory on at least one occasion and found the man had an uncontrollable desire to peer into other people's lives. What? What is this guy doing now? Where is he? The we need to know where this guy is. The statute of limitations is passed on any voyeur-related crimes. How is there a 
This guy has video evidence of this shit. How is there even a fucking statute of limitations at all? It shouldn't be. There shouldn't be no statute of limitations. So some pervert can just wait a while, watch you fuck, and And then then talk. I don't even understand statute of limitations on most things. It's ridiculous. Why is it? Why should there be? Like, so what? He changed? This guy didn't change. He's a serial offender. It has nothing to do with the change. I think it has to do with foggy memories. Uh, evidence isn't collectible, isn't uh, available. I mean, it's ridiculous. But, but all's guy, not lost. This guy admits to it. Because Foos could face trouble over a 1977 murder, he says he witnessed but never reported. Holy shit. Assuming dude. it actually happened. Now he tells I'm, the Denver I'm kind Post, of intrigued by this guy because the shit that this guy has now seen is, is at a new level of insanity. This guy witnessed a murder? He tells the but Post, he couldn't tell anybody. He tells the Denver Post that Talisi's article could create a real situation. I don't know if I'm ready for anything. To be honest with you, he says I'm just a poor soul. Holy shit! How old is this fucking? He guy? says uh, no guests were ever harmed by his voyeurism. Oh really? Oh yeah, because they didn't know about it, asshole. They He's, were all of them were harmed. He None says, of them wanted to be watched by you. You fuck. He said as they never knew they were being watched. <laughs> so that makes it fine. <laughs> It's like if a woman's passed out and you fuck her and she doesn't know it, does that make it all right? Would you like to- You're out of your fucking mind. Would you mind. like to make a claim for the uh, O'Neill family yeah. mentality? Uh, Did you guys- We you, had probably one of the cleanest- How uh, much sex? Do you have the notes? Numbers? <laughs> yeah, well, I, we, we had two-way mirrors at all what the What percentage of your guests were fucking? I would say a lot, probably. Do you have the notes? I don't, but sometimes <laughs> when I was in the basement and I would have to go either turn on the, the, the pump. There's the, no basement in the Alamo. The, we'd have to pump water out of the basement. A lot of times I would hear people fucking above me. In the basement? <laughs> on like I, a rafter? <laughs> no, they were above I'm me kidding. in the room. I'm kidding. But yeah, but dude, and you go, okay, all right, I'm leaving. It's insane that this guy could admit to doing this for a long period of time and nothing happens. He violated a lot of people's uh, lives. I don't give a fuck if they knew or not. Not only see- Now they do know. Seeing people naked is bad enough. Watching them fuck, it's a real invasion. Yeah. What what goes on when I'm fucking, I don't want anyone to see, I I really don't want to see it. Never mind somebody else. It's fucking nuts. So Gerald Foos. And I just want to say. F- go Foos yourself. The Valparaiso, Mo- that the majority of motel owners that I knew and did nothing like this. Was there were, ever, like, was there like a meeting? You guys, like an annual motel? No, but we knew. There was, you uh, knew other owners? There was the airport motel, the Manor motel. Where would you see these people? The Valparaiso motel, the Spring Valley motel, and then the Sandman motel. Mr. Sandman. All, I'd go to the Sandman. I like that name. They're all in the same area. But no, I mean, your local small motel owners, you knew everybody. By the we way. We would stop in and say hi. We this would is visit. a bad time to announce this, but we should announce that uh, we'll be doing comedy in Indiana. Yes. Indianapolis Crackers. Downtown Crackers. What dates? Uh, the 21st, 22nd, and 23rd. So, so we should, we'll do it next episode at the beginning, but... Uh, so, yeah, yeah we if can you're in that it. area, we'd love to see you. Uh, we apologize to the people of Buffalo. We wish we could go everywhere, uh, but we, our schedule just won't allow it. That, and we're going on the road with someone else. So when those are the cases, you kind of go yeah. uh, where you're asked to go. So and at I some have, point in time, I think hopefully we'll get this podcast big enough where we can go out on our own and yeah. go to uh, all the cities. We'd love to see all you guys. But And I have family in, in Indianapolis that I've never been to their house. So, so uh, we will be in Indianapolis. Go. Stay tuned. Uh, it's going to get crazy. Stay tuner. I have one more story. It's quick. I got to fly through this. Okay. Just get through these stories. This is from Barb. Big news. Uh, big news. Yes. Guy Fieri news. 
Let's let's hear it. Guy Fieri, and I apologize to all his fans out there, because I know a lot of you are listening, will no longer be a part of Johnny Garlic's and Tex Wasabi's. <laughs> what a fucking dick. Guy and his biz, longtime the, business partner of 20 years. Ways. They have parted ways. Why? Johnny Garlic's wants to do small plates and craft beers, which uh, gets away from Guy's menu of serving things like bourbon buffalo meat loaf and uh, something called sashimi wan tacos. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> it's uh, raw fish. What's Juan? W-O-N? Juan? Probably like a wonton. <laughs> yeah, oh, that probably is. Uh, but don't worry, the article said, you can still get donkey sauce uh, at Guy's own places in donkey. New York and Vegas. Yeah, he's the donkey sauce. And he's also opening El Burro Barracho. Dude, these names mean nothing. I'll tell donkey you. Donkey sauce? I'll t- wait, I, I researched. Stupid cunt. I researched. Fear, you cunt. I researched. Your donkey sauce. I researched donkey sauce. What wait till you hear this. But he's also opening El Burro Borracho in Vegas. You want to know what that means in Spanish? El uh, Donkey. The Drunk Donkey, this fucking moron. This guy may be into donkey shows. So he claims, Guy Fieri. Why does he he go, Johnny Garlics, the Drunk Donkey? Tex Wasabi. Fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you and your fucking names. Titty fucking Tony. Man, I've never met a guy who's trying so hard. So uh, he was on... uh, I want to say like a Good Morning America Today Show type show. And they said, what is your infamous donkey sauce? Apparently he's known for it. I I had no clue. I've never even heard of it. Uh, But I guess if you're a big Guy Fieri person, you know the donkey sauce is one of his patented. What is in it? It's a mayonnaise-based sauce, which all the commenters I saw in this article were like, those sauces have been around for like 50 years. Everything that he does It's like a mayonnaise sauce with like a little bit of ketchup, a little bit of mustard. It's like basically like a thousand island. What a fucking pussy. So he's on this cruise and he goes, I'm working. No one's ever asked me where I got the donkey sauce from. That's a crazy question. I've never even talked about it. So he, <laughs> well, I stole it from some other fucking. So he guy. claims the head chef. He was a young guy. He says working on a cruise as one of like the chefs or something. And the head chef was this foreign guy, and he said, "Guy Fieri goes up to the guy. Hey man, you got to put this sauce on all the burgers, man." And the guy's like, "What is it?" He's like, "Man, if you don't use this sauce, you're a jackass." And the guy's like. Jackass, so it's a donkey sauce, huh? And then he took the name and he went with it, dude. And it's been, he's had it ever since. Dude, what a cunt this guy is. <laughs> dude, this guy is like, his dream is to be Sammy Hagar. How bad do you think that Guy Fury wishes he came up with Cabo Wabo? They're friends, by the way. They've got to be. They're the, they're come from the same. They're cut from the same douche cloth. I think he's had him on. I, I believe. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure that they, he's had him uh, involved. Dude, they look the same. They have the same cunty, shitty fucking restaurants. Cabo Wabo, donkey I mean, sauce. I don't want donkey asshole. sauce on anything, guy. It sounds like what they're doing in South America. They're jerking a donkey off onto a slice of bread. Donkey, I love the it, drunk man. donkey. This what a fucking, a fucking tool! You're a tool, Hunter Fieri. Distance yourself from your father. Change your name back to Hunter Ferry, and be your own man. What a fucking ass! Remove your earrings. Get rid of your tattoos. Your father is not a good role model for you. Guy Fieri might have to go on the whipping post for his his text with so sides. many this time. We You're, may just have to get a line and just go down the line whipping those asses. Donkey sauce. Fuck you, you fucking donkey sauce. Ah. Uh, this this would you order the donkey sauce? I would go to Johnny Garlic's or fucking Eddie's Drunk Burrito. By the way, I was watching Triple D bag. If I were fucking starving to death and they were <laughs> handing out free food, I would say fuck you. I'm gonna die. You could take your 
donkey sauce and shove it up your own fucking asshole. I'll die at the steps of this fucking restaurant, That's knowing a- that there's free food being given out and knowing that it- <laughs> and your fucking decor and your attitude sucks so much that I would rather die than eat your garbage shit. Wow, that's a bold statement. Uh, on Triple D, Guy Fieri ran into this, this couple, and he's like, how many Triple D restaurants have you guys been to? Over 200. These two people, I couldn't believe it. Get, I couldn't believe you're it. done. Your life's over. Just go. Just be. It was like a 45-year-old man and woman, so white, of the, course. These assholes take all their vacation time, oh, yeah. and they travel around. They go, which Triple D restaurant are we going to go to Not to, to mention, next? you one's right near where your sister lives, and it's a dump. It's not a good place. It's all right. It's okay, but it's not anywhere you want to. Would you travel out of the state to see it? I've been to four Triple D restaurants. Oh, dude. But not before (laughs) he went there. Well, one was after. You went one during. You got his autograph on your flip flop. I I acted like I didn't know he was going to be here. What? Guy Fieri's here. I had no idea. Imagine if we were in a restaurant that he happened to be hitting up. I would have to heckle him. How could you not? Yeah. And then the the crew would be like, get out of here. Oh, you'd get thrown out. Yeah, it'd be perfect, though. He'd be like, oh, you want to ruin it for? everybody uh i want to give you a heartwarming uh email whoa no i just got another indiana story literally on twitter this second well before we get into that because we're we're gonna have to wrap it up in a second let me read this heartwarming story what is this i think you're leading me somewhere no this is true this This is is real this makes it this uh, this is for real this is why we do this this is from dusty from yuma he says hey danish and o'neill we know a guy who was on the yuma news for a while yeah, I'm a tw- <laughs> That's true. I'm a 21 year old dude who looks like he he's 16. Just thought I'd throw that out okay, there. Okay, well, thank you for the mental image. I heard about you guys on Ari's podcast, and now I find myself addicted to listening to you guys. Welcome aboard, Dusty. Anytime, Don't go to rehab for that addiction. I feel like Casey Kasem right now. Anytime I'm doing chores, working, or riding my BM's bike, or whatever. Chores? What's he still living at home? I have to be listening to you. So somewhat recently started listening, but I'm already caught up on the current cast, and I'm literally, as I type, listening, uh, starting to listen to Boner City USA. Now you guys and Ari are the only cast I listen to. You hilarious fucks have occasionally helped me through depression and anxiety. So no, your dirty ass podcast actually could be helping people. Look at that. Uh-huh, Not says. only do we have Jose Magana putting his full name, we have Dusty. From Yuma. A, a heartwarming message. And he says, thank you guys so much for the entertainment, and I would appreciate a shout out if you could. There well, you go. Dusty from Yuma, there's your shout out, and thank you very much. That makes <laughs> all our shame... And guilt makes and it our desire to not away. have family members find out about this. Uh, you know what they say worthwhile. about the podcast? They say it's a free podcast. Yeah, so it's a fucking good deal. Uh, Alex thinks that you might have been at a Trump pod podcast or that's, Trump uh, it's a rally. Trump protester failed backflip. Uh, I do not wear looks, Steven Seagal shooting goggles, but it does resemble me. Uh, I have seen you in shooting goggles. A guy though. at the Y today, a front desk worker who's of Russian descent, who also is a trainer, he's kind of jacked, stopped me at the front desk to tell me that he thought I was the, uh, there's a cable commercial where they're like, I think it's, uh, they're like, don't be a settler. Like, don't, I don't know. It's like one of the other, he thinks I'm one of the settlers. It's like, Whatever. Okay. <laughs> Andre, by the way, he wanted this put in for the Whipping Post consideration. This is from the Daily Mail.uk. Uh, uh, this is a short little thing. Okay. 
Uh, this started a huge, when I just logged on to Twitter, we had like 20 plus messages, which is pretty rare. It started a, a cavalcade of, uh, it seemed like there was some infighting. It almost, it almost feels like we're doing this live and people are responding It's crazy. To it. uh, transgender, former banker, claims to be the first and only person to have both ears cosmetically removed as part of her ongoing quest to become a dragon. Wow. <laughs> what? Foreign Richard Hernandez. <laughs> Come to Johnny Dragons. Get some dragon sauce. Richard's an American. Richard Hernandez, born in Maris, uh, Mariscopa County, Arizona. Too, dude, this has gone too far. You know what? I mean, what the? where the I'll fuck do you draw picture. the line? And we have to accept this person? He's 55, or she's 55 years old. She's undergone a number of painful procedures over the past year. Who's doing this? What doctor is doing this? I hope it's in Mexico. She's had her nose modified, tooth extraction, and eye coloring. She also has a forked tongue and a full face tattoo as part of her uh, transformation to a mythical beast. (laughs) What the fuck? Uh, we have reached a level in society where we have nothing else to worry about except that maybe we're dragons and now we have the means to actually transform people into this. This is how the Romans lost their shit. This is how societies collapsed. Wait, you have proof that the Romans were turning themselves from men to women Dude, and dragons? They, got, they were pretty bored with doing <laughs> shit. We have, life has gotten so good and we've so peaked. easy. You're saying we've peaked? We have peaked. As uh, America as a society... We have peaked, or what? And Canada, I'm throwing any any first world country has peaked to the point that now we're entertaining this asshole. So now she's going by the name of Eva Tiarnet Bafomet Medusa, or TMATS for short. <laughs> this is the name of a dragon video game character. She's taken on several personas over the years. Let and me undergone, see the picture. Oh, you're gonna be. You may go crazy. Let me see this picture. She's undergone multiple stages of transformation before finally settling on becoming a dragon. Oh, wait. So, so she's had other stuff. Over so going here. in, she's finally like, yeah, holy shit. Don't worry. She's had horns implanted onto her forehead and tattoos and scarification on her face and chest that resemble scales. Who? What doctor? So here's Richard. What licensed here's Richard. doctor he looks, is doing these looks fucking procedures? a little procedures. bit like a Latino John from John and Kate. Good thing he has a kid. Oh, my God. Here's yes. Richard in 1997. Okay, looks like a normal guy. He's, even, he's got a real sweet shirt on. Uh, wait wait till you see this. You're going to lose your shit. <laughs> Do you want to see the full after or you want to see the progression? No, I want to see the full. Just give me the full. I want to be shocked right oh, off the bat. I want the system to be shocked. Hey, let me see which one is the full. Uh, before and after. Oh, so they ripped the nose off like fucking Voldemort. So here's where the nose... Well, here, I, I'm going to have to show it to you. So there's the horns. Oh, my God. There's the nose Dude, ripped this off This isn't on the, the right. full transport. Oh, who in their right fucking mind... And then here is you get a better shot at some of the Dude, scaling. this is crazy. Wow. If you want to go up, you can see the horns. <laughs> This is just fucking... See the horns up there. This is insanity. It's Tiamat. Tiamat? Tiamat? Tiamat. Tiamat. Wow. Used to be a man. You just fucked yourself out of society, my friend. Used to be a man. I don't have to deal with... What? Why do we draw the line? This guy's a freak. This guy's a fucking freak show. Which part's the freak? The dragon part? All of it combined <laughs> turns, makes it a freak. Do you think he should be friends 
with the snowplow from Canada, who is a six a man now a six year old little girl. How have we gotten so self centered that we're we're so self obsessed that we're like I don't know I feel like I'm a, might be a dragon. Where do you get to this? Point? I mean that to me you're psychologically impaired. When here. you pick a mythical creature, I mean it's obviously psychosis. I mean it's yeah. not even a real thing. That's why I don't understand why it's not treated and why people are just playing into this. Like the doctors who did this should be have their licenses taken yes because i mean this guy's not right and they're fucking doing multiple surgeries on him taking his money so now this guy's stuck as a dragon for the rest of his life it's not gonna go well sounds like he changes his mind quite a bit too do you think he eats spicy food to try to shit fire now he has no cock and balls he's got no ears no his nose. nose has been cut off He's got horns, a face tattoo. What, what happens if you get sick? Like, there, like if you get a cold, like is that all just in your throat? You can't blow I'm, your I, nose. I, I'm sure there's. I don't know. He it has is no guy. nose. He's like Voldemort. Maria had no nose. This guy's so fuck. This guy's completely fucked. Your fucking life is done, buddy. Congratulations. You've scarred your family. You've ostracized yourself from society. And at what point do we put, say enough's enough with this? I mean. The good news is, is that TLC will reward this behavior. He will be on a show. Yeah. For like one season. Dude. The people will be like, all right, I've seen enough of Dragon Man. He, Dragon Woman. He may. Well, uh, wait, not even. Not even <laughs> dragon Thing, whatever well, how it is. How dare you? Uh, is that a female dragon? It's a human being. But it's a woman. It's what? Yeah, but once you go dragon, you've you never lost go all, bagging? Yeah, you've, you've lost all your rights to you gender. To, are you trying to start a new say? Yeah, once you go on dragon. You ain't going to be dick bagging? Yeah. You got nothing. Gender goes out the window once you've got dragon. Uh, so who, I mean, who do you put on the post? I mean, I, I put this asshole. You're putting dragon on I don't woman? know, though. Seagal. Donkey sauce. Guy Fieri. Ethan G. The uh, the guy who's watching sex in motels. I mean, you could really go all of them. I don't know, man. It's insane. The four corner donut people. <laughs> they're, they're the victims they're, being lumped in. Yeah, but I know that. Like, I know things about the, the so story. You want to so put I'm them. putting them on the whipping pot. I think Seagal deserves sixty four whips for one I think for his you, birthday. I think you put them all on a giant whipping post, and I get like a. 50 foot long bullwhip and just crack it down their back. Would you put Robert uh, from 60 no, Days In on that? It's no. giving him too much credit and too much attention. He, that's all he wants. Yeah. Would I'm you put Jeff on there? Yeah, teach him a lesson. So you're putting Jeff. Pick your friends better, buddy. Putting Jeff, putting Fieri sauce on there. Jeff should not be a prison guard at all. No, no, he's, he's you're never going to tackle it. Ooh, the whips. Would you hear the whip? It's, yeah, it's warming up. up. It's warming up. It's got a good crack today. It must have been that crisp morning air. Did you let, did you put some, did you lather it I up? Put a little oil like you on oiled, it. It sounds oiled. like you oiled it up. I oiled the tip of it. Jesus. Everybody come up and get your whip in. There's one for you. There's a couple for you, Fieri. There's for you, Dragon Woman. We'll give you a couple extra. Get a couple on Seagal's nips. All right. We'll get them nice and pink. There we go. Hey, Jeff. Yeah, learned your lesson. Family Express. There you go. You got a couple for your square donuts. Whoa, switch hands, dude. You're getting crazy. No, I'm staying with the right. 
Alright, I think that's enough whips. The whipping's driving me insane. Let's get out of here. We're we're overstaying our welcome. You gotta stop. Stop the whipping. It's done. Jesus. Uh, wow, you're sweating, dude. I know. It's, the it studio was, is covered in blood. <laughs> yeah. It's a good old fashioned. Well, you're whooping. licking the tip of the whip, dude. Dragon uh, woman made a dragon sucking my dick now. What the hell? Yeah. I get a dragon blowjob. She has sharp teeth and could blow uh, your she could blow your pubes off would, with one cough. Would the whip be into dragon? Dragon. Dra- dragon ass. Put the whole new definition to dragon ass. Yeah, it's dragon ass. It's gonna eat that. Hey, stop dragon assing over there. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna read one more email, and then I've got some more for next week. We have to we'll have to pepper them in because some people don't like when we do them all at once. Quick shout out to Finn. I met him at the comedy store. He's a comedian, friend of the Chowman of the board. Uh, yeah. He's a, an employee of the comedy store right now. Feng Chow, the Chowman of the board. Finn, thank you for listening. Shout out to you. Uh, Ryan sent in a. Uh, he said, by the way, he sent in this article of Tums versus uh, wafers. <laughs> It was weird. It was a weird article. <laughs> what? Like Tom's the uh, he's a stomach? random fu- funny article. He said, "By the way, don't feel bad about sending that video of you jerking it." To, this is referring to <laughs> oh, you. Boy. To what was probably a man. Oh, he boy. says he's a phantomal till he dies. Son, all I'm gonna say is at least she didn't get you to stick a finger in your ass. Well, there's a part I didn't <laughs> talk. <laughs> what? No, I was kidding. He said, "Have a good weekend, guys. Uh, keep on keeping on." By the way. Um, be real. Did one of you guys really kill Dan? Because I haven't heard shit about him on episode of forty something on Boner City. I'm caught up. By Later, the way, peeps. somebody just hit me up on Twitter. They just yeah. made their way through Boner City for the eighth time. Oh, I saw that. Eighth That's crazy. Time. Uh, we've got more emails for next week. Um. One guy, actually, since this just came in, I'll read this right now. We have to remember to get our, uh, our mug this week. Yes. And I we believe I was there. sent a mug as well, and I will give a shout-out to the man who sent me my own mug. That it. is a real man. You're supposed to read while the music's <laughs> I'm playing. I'm trying to get it up, uh, up here. He says he's a long-time listener, first-time emailer to O'Neill, the ass kicker at yahoo.com. A lot of first-timers this week. That's O'Neill, O-N-E-I-L-L, the ass kicker at yahoo.com. He's like, let's be honest. This podcast is pretty good, but Boner City was way better. (laughs) I think Dana O'Neill needs a permanent third host, possibly the Bushman, maybe Pussy Boy Andrew DeWitt. Okay, I don't condone that sort of- This guy's uh, aggressive. Yeah, he's very aggressive. But probably a rotating guest and keep that Zach of shit away. Regardless, love the show. Please show the following to O'Neill uh, on air for his reaction and to the Bushman next time he's on. I'm going to save it uh, because I've seen the picture and it looks pretty good because these are some juicy melons that a six-year-old is sucking off of. And I think we should watch it with the Bushman. Wait, what? This Tits? guy sent a six-year-old, a six-year-old on YouTube. Is You know what? <laughs> we might have to watch this. What is this? Come here. It's a six-year-old. These are some juicy fucking melons. Jesus Wait, Christ. Is this breastfeeding? What is this? Oh. We're watching a child breastfeed? What two. Is that two children? Fuck. These are two children. So One we- of them six years old. This chick's smoking hot. Are those fake tits? They're fake. How is this allowed on YouTube? Dude, this, is, this kid is laying on top of this woman. Oh, my God. Who is on her back, and he's 
sucking the shit out of her titties. Great uh, editing, by the way, to have no nips in this. One shoulder's blocking. No, there's oh, a nip. How is nipple allowed on YouTube? It is if it's like, oh, this is going to get pulled down. How long has it been up there? Those, those are huge tits. They're, they're And they're beautiful. Dude, this, this, this is- This chick looks like she's like 21. Dude, this is disturbing. What? This kid is older maybe than six. Oh, he took oh. the titty out of the mouth. He's holding me a credit card. He really is. Holy shit. This should be child abuse. Dude, this is insane. There's another child walking around who's in a dog crate. Oh, my God. There's a kid in a dog crate. These people need to be arrested. This girl is smoking hot, though. Did you need to whip her tits? This kid is... Lo- oh, oh, now there's another child that's joined the titty-sucking party. This is like animals. Oh, my God. Oh, this kid is loving it. Dude, these kids that making kid just faces. Wanted, the baby just wanted a quick sip. Oh, this, the kid just kicked it. This kid's not even drinking. I don't think those things are filled with anything. I think he's just sucking her tits. Who is this person? Who is filming this? Dude, th- this woman. And what is she just She's say? filming it herself. Oh, she's doing like a live blog. Holy shit, oh dude. This. Who the fuck is this person? It's psycho. Dude, this person should have her kids taken away right now. She's filming. She's, she's doing this. Wow. As, this is like pedophilia shit. That's insane. Dude. If anybody, uh, the video is woman still breastfeeding her six-year-old. This lady needs to be put in jail. It seems like she has like a, a web show. One, Holy there was shit. A legitimate baby in a dog cage, which we once wrote as an episode of Daddy Knows Best. But it's sad to see when a lady with big tits is on YouTube Dude, doing it. What we've just witnessed here could be a crime. And what, that we watched it? You may want to clear your browsing history. It's been on here for a while. Not the 47,000 people have viewed this. This lady right now is, this is, she's doing this for webcam shit. There's some sick fucks out there that are watching this. this someone Dude, needs that pork, that is child abuse. That d- poor kid is, that kid's never going to live that down. Do we need, we, we should fucking report that. Look it up, people. I don't know what authorities you prompt to fucking do this. I guess technically she could nurse where, a child. Say where she is, but no, she's but doing this on a it. chat though. She's like, I, there's a question here. She's literally having this kid suck her titties for some perverts. This is insanity. I would. I don't even know if there was actual milk in there. I don't either. I don't think there was. I, I, what do you do Christ. about this? I don't know. Do you think that Daniel O'Neill could take this woman down? We could try, I guess. Uh, we could we have to figure out where she is. Oh, oddly enough, uh, not to bring this back to us, but episode 38 and episode 37, the exact amount. Whoa. Same exact number of listens on wow. SoundCloud. One week apart. 3433. Three, three. I'm kind of fucking disturbed and disgusted right now. Yeah, that was pretty gross. Now, but when I, when I realized once I've heard her talking that there's people actually commenting on the video live. Just the fact that she put that up is gross. But no, but then also, like, she obviously is doing this as as some sort of form of profit. Who do you report that to? You can't, like, can't call your local cops. I don't know. I mean, it's on YouTube. 47,000 people have seen it. Does anyone say where she is? No, it just says at Big Crunch or Crunch. What is it? Here, let me look it up. Uh, What do the comments say? (laughs) I mean, it's a bunch of perverts. One guy think I wish I was that kid. Ugh. Big what? Uh, let me see what it, this is. Uh, I don't know what at it's at Big Crunch with a K instead of a C. That's her Twitter. I, I that's at something. This is 
Uh, it says, see. Uh, she looks like a strip. No. Big Crunch is like a rapper. Just Big Somebody Crunch. Somebody wrote porn. Someone wrote, she got horny. Somebody wrote, I wish that was me. Someone wrote, oh yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> Jesus. I want to suck your breast. I want to suck them. I'm horny, man. Oh. Somebody just said, Is it this? Lucy. No. I, that could be, though, at, at Big Crunch could be her. Uh, like uh, Instagram, no, that you know the the chat live sex uh, chat shit. Here's, here's nobody seems concerned about this whatsoever. Oh, well, here's here's that same lady I think twerking. Is that her? No, it's no. not that lady. This might just be a site that uh, pervert women can. And dudes. now we're watching a thing of women twerking what their is asses. This fucking- Would you say I'm not any different than you? Yeah. Eh, you're a little lady. different than me. What the fuck? Oh, Big Crunch is the YouTube name. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, what other videos do they do? I'm sure they do a lot of high high caliber shit. <laughs> uh, it's fucking... I don't. Is she? Is that what she's doing? I don't know if she's trying to make a statement. I don't think there's anything you can do because she'll say that she. That's their, no. That that was out three months ago. Yeah, it was December. But then another one of their videos is three stabbed, thirteen arrested at KKK rally in Anaheim. Oh, so they're legit a, news. They're a news network. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Okay, Big Crunch. Hey, I get all my news from that Big Crunch. Jesus Christ, that was insane, dude. That was weird. Shit. Who sent well, that to uh, us? Who sent that to us? Thanks, Steve. <laughs> really appreciate that. <laughs> oh, and uh, wait, I have to give this one shout out because uh, this is from Arturo. Uh, he said, hey, man, here's some huge knockers I enjoyed this weekend. Was trying to convince her to say Danish and O'Neill while I got it, but she was weirded out by the request. I'm introducing her to the podcast, so... On this next episode, give a shout out to the girl in Texas, and she said that she will do it. I love the podcast. Keep it up. Uh, Who is this? Look at those big old beefers, dude. This is his lady. He's but if we say, if we give her a shout out, she's gonna she's gonna say Danish and O'Neill while she shows it. Well, thank you because you just you cleared my titty palette from seeing that horrid video to that one. With those are good. These are good. Hey, girl, uh, the girl in Texas. <laughs> Give the Danish O'Neill a shout out because we love your beef cannons. And a five-star review with text. <laughs> all right, that goes for all of you. Thank you all for doing that. We're over here. 300 now. Thank you for everybody doing that. Now the next goal, 500 by summer. We do seriously want to build this. Hopefully we have some podcasting news coming up shortly. We'll yeah. see if we do or don't. And we're going to work on getting some various guests in here to spice up the stuff. We will get guests in, Steve. Keep sending those creepy videos. We might... Our next guest might be, should we say it now? Maybe it'll be John Little. It might be our longtime friend, John Little. Hit John Little up on Twitter. What's his And we're at episode 39. Only 11 more until the Bush can comfortably come back. And we got to get DeWitt back. And we're also looking for another Bush-like person to come on here. But Bush is a one of a kind. It's hard to find, man. We've racked our brains. It's not easy. We might be doing, uh, we might have another guest on while we're in Indy. We very well. We could have your brother on. We need yeah, to. We, we need to circle back and talk to you. See if we can ambush him or something. Maybe we'll get my brother on, and then we can talk about ways to get Steve O'Neill into the mix. Maybe, but then he would your, know that your brother a probably he wouldn't want to come on. Want He's a normal person. <laughs> He's not Jose Magana, who deserves fifty-eight shout-outs. Yeah, 
first and last name, motherfuckers. He's a real man. You're scared. <laughs> I've been the Danish. Hey, this is O'Neal. We just witnessed a very creepy video to end the show, but uh, that sometimes happens. Yeah. <laughs> God bless America. Fuck Steven Seagal on his birthday, 64. His titties are bigger than ever, and still he's still milking them out for people to suck on. And ladies and gentlemen, if you feel like you're a dragon, just keep that shit inside. <laughs> don't, don't, don't pursue it. Enjoy your Monday, dragon fuckers. Adios. Bye bye. Wait. <laughs> I'll shut it off. Donkey sauce.